Hey guys, it's Sammy Joe, and today I want to talk about why I decided to get a coach. Now I know this is really unusual to hear about a coach talking about getting a coach because typically you should be able to do things for yourself. But actually that's not true. Even coaches get stuck. Everyone gets stuck. A body journey is something that goes on for life. You always need to take care of yourself. You always need to eat right and you always need to exercise. You have one body and you need to take care of that. And sometimes it's not as easy to stay consistent and follow the same rules that you've set in place and no work. So I decided to get a coach for myself so that I could officially say, I really know what it feels like to be coached. Now, first things first, I do know what it's like to be coached because I've been coached before, but never in a way that I actually paid attention to the process. So that makes this time quite interesting because now being a nutrition coach and being really interested in fitness, nutrition for fitness, health, wellness, biopsychosocial well-being I am really into this coaching thing and I can see the little things that are creeping through the cracks that typically I would miss as a normal customer to a coach so let's talk a little bit about that signing up to this program my coach immediately worked out a one-day food plan for me which included my five meals, two snacks, three main meals for 1,316 calories per day with my carbs quite low, my fats quite low and my proteins moderate. And with that, she worked out a fitness plan as well, a quite rigorous fitness plan and um, you know sent me on my merry way and we'll have our check-ins on a two weekly basis or a bi-weekly basis and she sent me off with some guidelines of her own all coaches usually share a philosophy like what it is that they believe in or a personal story or a set of rules and you usually start off your journey with a coach with a questionnaire where you ask things like What's your medical state? What's your physical state? What's your age? Um, what are you interested in? Whatever that is. And with that, they, they use the information to essentially go and put a plan together for you. So we did all that. I got my plan and I got sent on my way to go and make things happen. The typical challenge with this is, though, that most people who get coaches actually need hand-holding. Now it is true that no one can give you motivation as a gift. No one's going to stand next to you, cheer you on and go, come on Tracy, you can do this, get up off the couch, leave that ice cream, let's go, let's go, let's go. No one's going to do that for you. Reason being is that when you are on your own, you need to be able to do that for yourself. But what I will say is that someone who gets a coach needs to also communicate the kind of timelines that they want to work with with a coach and be willing to I suppose compensate a coach accordingly and that's why you get different plans some plans are more intense some plans allow a weekly check-in other plans allow a bi-weekly check-in like I've done other plans allow a once a month check-in 
because it might be from for something different like career progression which takes time and it's a matter of checking in on whether you've followed what you said you would do and met some goals for the month but when it comes to weight loss a month is a long time to wait two weeks is a long time to wait and maybe for some people one week is just too long time to wait so At the end of the day, you do need to discuss with your coach the kind of timeline that you want for check-ins. Something else that's quite important about coaching is that no amount of coaching is going to keep you accountable to yourself. A coach can try and keep you accountable by sending you messages, chasing you down, trying to see whether you're actually doing what you said you would be doing. But the accountability comes from you. The same way your coach cannot claim your success when you've lost all the weight, you cannot claim that it's your coach's fault when you haven't reached your goal. Fine, if you had a coach that was undertrained, unqualified, couldn't help you, didn't have a network to tap into, to ask questions when you both got stuck together because no coach in the world has every answer, you could have a bad experience with a coach where... You're just not getting to a point where you're getting the answers you need or making progress or getting the motivation or the steps to find that motivation from a specific coach. And you may need to change coaches. But when the situation is normal and the plan is normal and it's stock standard, the expectation is on you to be accountable to yourself. You need to commit to your plan. Which brings me to my next point. You need to decide to speak to your coach when something feels out of place. Too many times I've seen girls take on plans, say yes and amen, go, I'm going to crush this, I'm so excited about this plan, it looks tough but I'm going to do it. And two or three weeks down the line, we're all back to being couch potatoes. So what happened? We didn't talk. We never told our coach what our struggles were. We never informed them of our habits or environment at home that stop us from doing certain things. The challenges we have with our knees or our lower back. Uh, The fact that we are, I don't know, lactose intolerant or have IBS or really crampy periods. And, you know, that third week of the month just happened to be it and you called it quits. Never being able to restart again. So here you are, back to square one, unable to complete your challenge or your coaching program because you didn't speak to your coach. Most coaches will go out of their way to help you out of a situation and guide you on tactics or tools or small actions that you can take to help yourself along the way. Not everything is about push, 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 push. You don't need to do that to yourself. In fact, the more rigid you are with yourself on a training plan or a nutrition plan, the more likely you are to fail. And that brings me to my last very important point, is that you need to work on your planfulness. That is your goal setting abilities, your planning abilities, and your abilities to break those plans down into small doable actions that you can do on a daily to help you from point A point Z. No one goes from the couch onto the road and jogs. 
First you sit on the couch, you decide to get dressed. You put on your trainers, you decide to zip up a jacket, you find your keys, you open the door, you walk outside, you get out the gate, take a bit of a brisk walk, and then decide, you know what, I may as well jog. And once you've warmed up, decide that you want to push yourself for a little run. That's the process, not couch to road. So why would you try and go couch to road with a coach? Don't do that to yourself. Start small if you need to. Play small if you need to. Even the small victories compounded over time tick the boxes and get you to your goals. It's not about speed. It's all about the process. So that's it from me for today. Just wanted to share with you that I got a coach. I'm busy doing this. I hope that this helped you and I'm really excited to see what the outcome of all of this is and it's going to be totally dependent on me and whether I'm willing to push myself. Even with all of my knowledge, um, I've found that I've been in a bit of a funk with all the studying, with all the working during COVID. Everything's been difficult, you know, and I just needed a boost, so I got myself a coach. Um, and yeah, that's that's my journey for now. Thank you so much for joining me, for listening. I'm so excited to be here, to have this podcast and to have you here. So hope to see you next time and stay safe, look after yourself, be healthy. And if you need a coach, you know where to find me. Cheers.